0: Hello everybody, I am here today with a woman who is a complete inspiration to me. In fact, on my last podcast, darling, I talked about you, I used you as an example, <laughs> oh. and we have Shana Home with us today. Hello, Shana. Hello, my dear. What did what, what, you say about me? <laughs> well, I was talking about the question that I actually stumbled across was what is the highest purpose for your life. And I was talking about people that I have observed that have found their highest purpose and have acted upon it. And so for those of you who don't know Shauna, Shauna has apprenticed herself to the wisdom of the mushroom. And as a result of that, her life has completely shifted. Like, 360 degrees, right? From what it was. (laughs) And I attribute that to the fact that you have found your true calling and you're walking the footsteps for that.
1: Yeah. Oh, definitely. 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 I I think at the end of the day, really it is because what that did was it connected me to spirit so profoundly and, and, and really, it sounds so cliche to say, but we we are spirit in a vessel, a body vessel, and we're having this earthly experience. And sometimes it's living hell, and sometimes it's amazing, or it's it's a little bit of everything. And and but here we are, and and my faith also. Although you know, I say faith, but I don't, I don't,
0: I don't believe.
1: Like you know what I mean? I, I I'm long past belief. I know, I know there's life after death. My father came to me after he died, and so. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a whole other story and 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 yeah, this is a living mystery. and so I feel so close to the spirit world, I would say, especially these past couple of years. and and it's like I see the the evil playing out, and I realize, ah, so they've got their God, whatever that is. But you know, it's very real to those guys. And and I don't know, just even that like has deepened my own knowing of, oh yes, this is very real. This is very real. And and this is a dance, you know, dark and light.
0: It really is, darling. And look, just so that people know why we're talking today is that Shauna is about to start a fabulous new podcast. And one of the things that you're going to be talking about is the the mushroom teachings that you've you have um come across. But I also have a podcast and I think one of the primary features of mine is that I talk about how we live in what I call a materialistic prison paradigm. And so what you're talking about now, the spirituality and being in touch with spirits is something that's not available to people at all that live in this materialistic prison paradigm. So I find it fascinating that It's so real and it's so tangible for you. So tell us a little bit about how the mushroom got you to the spirit connection.
1: Well, I, 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 I was connected as a child anyway, because I had clear cognizant. I was a knower and I had clear ascensions. I was a feeler. So as a child, though, I didn't know that the knowing I called it confirmations, like I would know when something was going to happen, but I didn't know. Confirmation was the strongest word I could think of. So I called it confirmations, but I didn't share it with people because I just knew I wouldn't be taken seriously, but I knew stuff. And then I lived in a haunted house uh, in Connecticut. Yeah. And I never saw it. My mom did. She was Irish. So, you know, you know, those Irish people (laughs) and uh, and uh, so anyway, Yeah, I I felt it and that freaked me out. And then when we moved, I remember just feeling quote unquote the new house and and be like, okay, it's good. this is cool. It's clean. It's clean. So little did I know though that those three years in that haunted house were kind of training. You know, it was kind of training because you're getting used to feeling in a in a way that most people aren't doing because they're just in kind of the surface world and they're not kind of thinking in that way. So, so I always knew there were spirits. And, and then also as a child, I was very connected to the fairy. And, and, and I, I, I devoured Andrew Lang's series of fairy tales, which it's that's not Disney shite, you know? It's like beautiful old European, he was a folklorist and he just collected all these beautiful old tales. And he and his wife put these gorgeous books together. So I, oh God, I remember going to North York Public Library in Toronto and and taking out the gold fairy book and the blue fairy book. And then also the images were really beautiful. They were almost like etchings, like old, old, just beautiful. I was really captivated by that. So by the time I came to the mushroom, which I never, ever thought I would do. Like if you told me you're gonna be 48 years old and you're gonna find your way to the mushroom and then you're gonna do it every month, big doses for like I would I would be like that's impossible. You know, it's just amazing, right? The arc of our life and the choreography. Like, who's the choreographer? How did that happen? And and so, but I I just kind of fell right in because the first experience was when the earth spoke to me. I didn't know what to expect, but I sure was not expecting that. And then I saw Pan. And, and then a few weeks later, I did a fire ceremony with a group of women, and one of them asked to take some photos, and I said, sure. She sent me the photos. She emailed me that night, and there were a few of the fire, and I sent them to my friend who I'd done mushrooms with, and he wrote back and said, I dig the face in the fire. And I was like, what well, face in the fire? Which is amazing, because that's the power of the deep psyche, because my conscious mind didn't even see. And when I looked at it, it was the perfect profile in the fire of Pan. <laughs> a face, an eye where an eye should be, a nose, a goatee, and a little horn. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have that photograph. I'll send it to you. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy. Oh, wow. so, so it was like, Spirit
0: World was like, oh, hey. <laughs> Good to see you. Let's play. And so the mushrooms themselves have a voice.
1: Oh, Yes you know when i first had the experience when i was done i said this is a portal this is wow. a portal into wow. this spirit." that i was like what and and so then i i had to go back i i said i want to go through that portal again and and wow. so i did and and the first five or six journeys i did were with this friend of mine up in the woods so we were in the woods at night and we would put this whole area kind of together and it was absolutely wondrous absolutely wondrous and then that's when the owls were coming and and uh and I ended up over the course of that year channeling
0: and 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 and, that's some of the most amazing thing I've ever written like the voice the voice that is communicated to you in writing when you wrote it down you can tell that it's intelligent it has a sense of humor it's poetic right Mm -hmm. and Yes a yeah it speaks yeah. and it
1: speaks in, it speaks in rhyme <laughs> and then it comes through me beyond, when I'm not on the mushroom at times but it's not something I can just do instantly it either comes or it doesn't and 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 actually and maybe I will share something with you in this uh episode because it hasn't happened on a walk in a couple of years but now I'm doing 5 mile walk every morning and early in the morning and on one of my walks, I usually bring a recorder and I listen to lectures and stuff. And um, I lost, and I well, I misplaced that recorder. And so I had a new one and I just brought the new one with me, empty, didn't have anything. I just thought, well, maybe I'll be inspired and, you know, I'll think of something or whatever. And then uh, a transmission came through. And then the next day I walked three days in a row, three <laughs> On the fourth day I brought it and I'm like uh-huh and I'm, like, oh I'm ready <laughs> and I'm and I said a couple lines and it's like you know it's either there or it's not yeah. but this just flows like dictation in per- like I'm not going what rhymes with no I'm not doing that it just flows it is so it's so beautiful
0: I've been blessed enough to hear one of your recordings that you shared with me privately. And it's clear that you're not uh, thinking what's rhyming. You're not thinking at all. I mean, this is flowing out of you with perfectly formed... Uh, poems, really. I mean, they are perfectly formed. They're beautiful. They tell a story. They make your heart melt. They give your skin, you know, you get pins and needles just listening to them. I mean, they're incredible transmissions. Absolutely amazing, darling. So will you be actually sharing those as well in your podcast? Well, tell us about your podcast, for goodness sakes. Tell us about it.
1: Okay. So first of all, I'll preface my podcast by saying, I also want to do a podcast with my dear friend, Beth, whose property I'm living on. And so that will happen when the time is right. She's a very busy woman. And so in the meantime, I thought, well, why don't I be yet another psychedelic podcaster? Just what we need. (laughs) It's not going to be like that. Um, So it's called the mushrooms apprentice. And so I will speak to Both medicinal mushrooms and psychedelic mushrooms, which is all medicine as far as I'm concerned, but also it's the apprentice. So it will cover the subjects that I have been prompted to explore because I've apprenticed myself to the mushrooms. I'm in my 12th year. And and so I those areas will be natural law which I've studied for all these years. And that was because of something that happened to me on the mushroom. And what happens is it gives me a clue. It's like, it like throws me a bone and then I'm expected to do the digging, which is really the mark of a good teacher, right? They give you a little, you know, a little push and then you go do the research and then you get to have the ahas. So natural law and also the trivium and the logical fallacies and, and which is just so important today because...
0: You know, oh, my God, that could be the panacea for all that ills us if everybody understood
1: No question. <laughs> that. Well, no one would tolerate the yeah. woca cola because as soon as someone called them a name or a term, they would inform them, hey, uh, that's an ad hominem, which is Latin yeah. for man, that's a fallacious argument. Do you have a yeah. point here for me? I mean, are we going to have an intelligent discussion? Because <laughs> if not. Well, you clearly don't have the intellectual rigor you know or or even the heart and the and and the manners to just you know have a discussion
0: well even just watching the news darling like you can see their what strategy they're using I mean you can literally sit there and then tick them off as the news yeah. headlines are, are on right. and you can just see how there is no substance. It's all this manipulation, utilizing all of these techniques that once you have eyes to see drop away, just fall off your back, like water off a duck's back.
1: Yes. Yes. And so actually that's another thing I want to talk about on my podcast is discernment. And I'm going to go into propaganda and how Mm -hmm. to recognize propaganda and I just got a book I haven't even cracked it yet but I heard someone on an interview talking about it who is an expert in propaganda and I think it's called the Berlin Papers or something and it was I think a journalist who was in Berlin during the 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 second world war and and so Nazi occupation and and he was just keeping notes oh he was taking notes of the propaganda and the way that they would you know how they would form it and he just took copious notes every day like reading this paper and that paper and this and this and then he was able to smuggle that out when he left the country and if he'd been caught he, he probably would, would have been killed and and so there were there's two books on that so i have not read those yet so uh, but that's on my my calendar to do cuz i want to speak to that as well because knowledge is power and and then that line in the Bible that says, my people perish for lack of knowledge, not because they're not eating right, but our ignorance, right? And yes. so if people don't recognize that they're being played, mm. well, we were just talking about there's a lot of people, sudden adult death syndrome, just out of the blue, yes. <laughs> myocarditis in children, out of the blue, <laughs> you know, things are happening to people because good people have trusted and they just don't know their history and they're they're just they're trusting and 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 like and- you
0: said discernment right the ability to to sniff like right. i'm i'm blessed because i came out of advertising right so coming out of advertising you learn how to essentially influence people or manipulate people or compel people to take the action that you want them to do that's that was my job and so i've been able to discern the tricks, right? But a lot of people don't have the training or just the life experience that we do to be able to see it. And I think that's going to be incredibly powerful to be able to share that with people, darling. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I will also uh, go into kind of suppressed and quote, unquote, alternate healing modalities. And we'll talk. Tell about me that.
0: about one of those. You, you just mentioned this multi-vibratory yes to tell us about that
1: okay okay so so i would i really on my show i will also have guests on my show there'll be me talking sometimes and then amazing people who i genuinely admire like i'm not interested in sort of the popular kids or oh you have to have such and so no no no. i just want people who i just think are just very authentic right so there's a man named aaron Murakami, and he has a company called vril v-r-i-l interesting wow
0: name.
1: yeah and- <laughs> So he has mentored under Eric Dollard. And Eric Dollard is an electrical engineer. He is our modern day Tesla. He's absolutely genius. He's an older man. He's been egregiously abused by powers that be. So he's lucky to still be alive. And so he's... These young engineer types, younger engineer types who, you know, really could see the gem that he is. He was, I think, living out of his car in Vegas. I mean, he really has been abused and, and, you know, has set up kind of laboratories, whatever, with this and this experiment, whatever, and then everything disappeared, you know, like that kind of thing. He's really, he's had a really rough go. But anyway, so he has mentored these guys and they are producing... A couple of, well, a number of things, but they're producing something called the Lakovsky multi wave oscillator. Wow. So, George Lakovsky was a Russian born scientist who was in France. And he was experimenting on plants initially, where he would inject them with cancer to create tumors. And then he was putting these copper coils not like a bracelet like this but it would be open right around them and so his well his premise was that first of all every cell oscillates and 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 so it's almost like our cells are like batteries right and so in in and the nucleus is is like an oscillating field and that the dna is is conductive um and it can you know receive and send out so disease, he said, was the result of of, um, what was it? oscillatory uh, oscillative disequilibrium, I believe. So, so a disequilibrium, you know, that you've got the cells that oscillate at a certain frequency, and then when something outside is sort of coming at us different kinds of radiation from the sun, from the earth, this kind of thing, and and, and creates imbalance. And then, of course, diseases, also, the, you know, those disease cells, they're oscillating at different frequencies. And so they're able to overtake the healthy cells. So, so he was creating these oscillating frequencies around the plant, and within 30 days, all the tumors went away. So then he started experimenting on animals and then on people and what he created was these huge coils and they're designed to the golden mean and they're copper coils and so there's different sizes of copper coils so each size oscillates at a particular frequency and and so there's two of them like this on stands and then you've got this thing that looks like a stereo receiver that sort of is behind you and I think there's like I'm not sure if there's it at tesla coil in there but in any case it's grounded also into the earth and what it does is you get this oscillating field that you're bathed in of all these different harmonious frequencies and so that the cells in the body will then adjust themselves the different cells to the correct frequency that our creator intended and then what that does is um, now those cells have been all recharged like a battery and and then the any disease cells
0: cannot, wow. you know, yeah. Can't they function. cannot exist within that right. frequency, right? Wow. Right.
1: And so what happened was, so there were, he was lauded and there were, you know, he, he, my God, he, he, he cured a lot. And and so he did leave France before the Nazis came because he was a staunch anti-Nazi. And he came to this country with his multi-wave oscillator and they were doing these experiments with extraordinary, result, extraordinary results. In fact, I think he had like a 98% cure rate in people with, with, um, you know, end stage cancer, like advanced cancer. So what happened was coincidentally, he was hit by a car and killed and and under very suspicious circumstances. Yes, what a oh. shock. And so the all the, the machine went away, the experiments were dropped and that was the end of that. And so I think 12 or 13 years ago, one of these things resurfaced in an elder doctor who had died. He had it in a crate or something. So they kind of reverse engineered it and kind of figured it out. Well, there's a guy in this country named Paul Babcock and he's also an engineer, very brilliant man. And I think he was the first one in this country to actually build one. And he went to Home Depot for all the parts because you can build them. Um. And so he built one because he's, I guess, sort of part of Aaron Murakami and these other guys, they all kind of know each other, right? And there was someone who had cancer. So he was asked, hey, could you maybe try building one of these? Let's see if it can help this guy. And sadly, that guy passed away. But meanwhile, so I've listened to a couple of Bob's talks and, uh, or no, not Paul, Paul Babcock. I've listened to a couple of Paul's talks. He was saying that his wife, was going in that thing every day for like 15, 20 minutes, just sitting in that. And her gray hair went away. And he said, she's already super energetic, but she was like energizer bunny. And then he had to give it away. Cause I guess it was supposed to go to someone else. And she's like, you're making me one of those. So, so he did. And then meanwhile, so Eric Dollard has also been working on, on this and he's modified the coils. And, and I mean, they're, they're phenomenal. And that man is such a genius. So in any case, I thought, you know, when I sell my house, I'm going to buy one of these. And and so they only make a certain number a year. There's no digital nothing. They're all made by hand. It's a big deal. And and these guys really know what they're doing. So again, the company is Vril, V-R-I-L. And and there are a number of talks on YouTube that Aaron Murakami has given. Now, by the way, they don't make any claims, nothing. They just say this is, this is for people who just want to run similar experiments to Lakovsky, you know That's it because obviously, you know,
0: you don't want to uh, get in trouble. Yeah
1: Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. So and I have a neighbor with advanced Lyme, uh, their their daughter who's all of 21. So you know, I want I just want to do some of my own experiments with this.
0: And, you and want then, to sit in at 15 minutes every day. That's what you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming over.
1: <laughs> I so wish you could. Well, what I'm thinking is because I'm almost 60 and my eyesight, which used to be 2020, is just, shall we say, not 2020 anymore. And I was thinking, I wonder if this would have an effect on my yeah. eyesight. Like, could we improve eyesight w- with this? Yeah. So, so, and then also one of my retreat clients, who is now a good friend, she also purchased one. So we're both waiting. It takes several months. So I probably won't have mine till you know, December, hopefully by December. So, but we're going to experiment and compare notes.
0: Well, actually I wanted to bring that up because I don't know if people realize that in addition to your podcast, you actually do retreats. And as part of the adventure of your new life. Every time I talk to Shauna, Shauna's life is so amazing. And then it's like, guess what? It's all changing again. <laughs> and so you just moved from Vermont to Virginia and now you're literally in a retreat, right? That where you do retreats. It's kind of like a health community. Well, tell us about the retreats and where you are now.
1: Okay. Well, so I'm in Virginia. I'm not going to say exactly where, but it's very, very, uh, very beautiful. And I was invited to live on a friend's farm and 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 she is this woman is a visionary and she just oh my goodness so she yeah she's incredible so she created this beautiful beautiful space and uh and purchased you know another property just sort of expanding a little bit and so I'm on that property in this wonderful 1905 cottage and that I've been sort of renovating kind of in place of rent if you will so because I'm good at that kind of thing. So So that's been fun and it's very creative and it's wonderful for my retreats. And so, yes, for the past, I'm in my eighth year now of hosting just individual retreats one-on-one. They come on a Sunday, they leave Friday morning. It's very deep psycho-spiritual work and deep nurturing. And I, I am able to kind of read into people's deep psyche so I can recognize the patterns. I've, I'm an autodidact, I didn't go to school to be a therapist per se, but I worked with superb teachers, including Dr. Brujoy, MD in my early forties. And and that's what opened me up to Jung and Edinger and Marie Louise von Franz and all my teachers from the ethers And, and I just, I am in awe and wonder of the psyche. And so I get to be witness to this living mystery called this man or woman who comes to work with me. And uh, so, so yeah, I work with men and women and of all ages and walks of life. And, and, and I have been booked solid almost every week. This is my first year where I've really kind of slowed down, although I am booked quite throughout the fall. But in any case, what I want to do though, I think it's also being in my 12th year of apprenticeship to the mushroom. It's like, okay, I have been sort of midwife to all these beautiful people for these years, and I've lived like a nun, really, for sure, uh, throughout my 50s, and uh, and it's time to, when I was in Vermont, it was like, I was in this wonderful cocoon for three and a half years, and I was away from all the COVID cray-cray, you know, it was up on the northernmost island on Lake Champlain, it was perfect, just wonderful for the time, and I thought I would never leave, and I was thinking, this is my forever home, so I did learn, not only never say never, never say forever, never stay forever. Don't do it. <laughs> and there's there, that old saying you want to make God laugh, laugh tell him your plans. Right. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because and you I, literally just put in one of the things that you did in your home was you built a, a, labyrinth, was, a, a labyrinth. labyrinth, a beautiful stone
1: labyrinth. Yeah. I put a lot, a lot of work into that house. Yes. But the people who bought it walk labyrinths. Oh, <laughs> Yes, yes. And the woman was just all about it. Oh my god, they're beautiful people who bought my house. So it's like it went, it was I stewarded it and yeah. then another steward. Yeah. And so it worked out perfectly. And I just I feel like this is a rebirth. And so I also feel like all right, the retreat's beautiful and it's time to to shift and to branch out. And so the podcast is a way really of sharing hopefully some gems for people yes. uh, through these years that I have learned because I, I work hard and I study and, 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 uh, and I put it into action. And so I have a lot to share there. And then also people who I admire, who I would love to feature that you haven't necessarily heard of, right? Yes. And uh, yes. those people on my show And then also I'm going to work with this multi-wave oscillator. And I've also signed up for a very in-depth course in homeopathy. Not that I want to be a homeopath, but I do, I feel called to learn kind of the basics of that. It's way more than I realized. It's like modules and I had to order eight books and I'm like, oh my God, I can't even start it till late November when I'm done with retreat clients, but I plan to spend my winter in a lot of study and research which i like to do and uh
0: all cozy up with books and a fire it does sound
1: yes. like <laughs> yes, yes, yeah yeah and so so yes and this mushroom has just changed my life in the most just exquisite ways you know and and it's brought amazing people including yourself to me
0: But look, one of the things I think one of the stories that I love the most that you tell is the story about getting your mind right. (laughs) And again, I put that story in one of my podcasts because it really is such a gorgeous story. But it's also, I think that if you're able to provide some of the tools and the techniques that you yourself have used to get your mind right, that alone will be the most amazing gift to the planet. Because I can see just watching the news, there's a lot of problems with the minds. You know, (laughs) like the minds, people aren't thinking straight. They're not thinking logically or rationally anymore. And it's a threat to society civilization to humanity really right that that people people's thinking processes have been so um i don't know deteriorated f- through the schooling system
1: their minds yeah. have been hacked mm. and this is what it is to to the, it's it's the how ha- you it, when you mind control someone's mind now you've got them you've got them they will think how you want them to think They will act how you want them to act. And these are folks also who understand the human psyche better than the average person does. And instead of, of course, using that to kind of uplift the people, instead it's used to manipulate and control them. And uh,
0: one of the saddest conversations I had recently was with a Swiss man who had an Italian accent. So I keep calling him Italian, but he wasn't. He was from the Italian speaking part of Switzerland and he has five children. And he said to me that our generation was going to be the last generation of free thinkers because he said, I have five children and my job is to pay for them and to house them and to feed them. But my ability to reach them, reach their minds has gone there's they are owned by the phone right and it was so sad and I don't have kids so I don't know but I don't like if that is true how on earth do we reach in to their minds and unpack them and deprogram them do you have any ideas
1: um what do those sun things happen when the sun has a... Uh,
0: yeah, like- EMP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need an EMP. That's, that's the first thing that comes to mind, which
1: would be catastrophic. But you know, okay, well actually that, remind, that reminds me of uh, the end of one of the transmissions that, uh, that I received from the she, they said it will take catastrophe for the sleeping ones to see, but know that if it comes that we, the shining ones you call the she will walk with you eternally. Anyway, Yeah. And, uh, and we will walk with you again on this wondrous earthly plane. So, so I think we're in, we're in the storm, if you will. Yeah. And, and so the way I look at this is, first of all, I can't change that out there I can't I can only do what I can do I am very grateful that I have I truly have eyes to see
0: yeah and ears to hear
1: ears to hear yeah because that's always been just the few who just like there's a fabulous old photograph from Nazi Germany and it's this huge crowd and everyone's like this and there's one guy and it, it was like a not a meme but whatever, he's circled and it's, it's a, like this guy. And he's yeah. just, he's like, yeah. really? So yes. that's you, that's me. And, and so, so, therefore, I see it almost like kind of the mystery school initiates, you know, sort of as you move through. And then at some point, you know, you leave the mystery school and then you had a responsibility to conduct yourself in a certain way and, you know, if it was a good mystery school, not a corrupted one, you know, to help mankind in whatever way, right? So so yeah. my little tiny piece truly is, I realized, you know, I'm a good communicator, and I research and this and this, right? So I'm good at sharing information, and then these beautiful poems. So yes, those will be a part of almost every podcast, except when I'm interviewing someone, Um yeah because exactly. there's
0: there's wisdom in there there's hope <laughs> there's hope and there's <laughs> wisdom right and it just when you are like you said we are i'm hoping shana i'm hoping we're right in the middle because i don't know i mean you watch the news and there's talking they're talking about war and nuclear war and food riots and starvation and people freezing to death. And I mean, the plans are pretty uh, nasty, right? Um, But, (laughs) you know, if like I guess one of the points that I made also on my podcast about you is that because you have your path and you have your vision and you're acting on it, it's kind of like all of this is going on around you, but it's not bolstering you. You know what I mean? It's not battering you. I mean, around, yeah. right? Yeah.
1: Well, I didn't come here first of all to to be a follower. I just didn't. I'm I'm very much an individual, and and I think my motto my whole life is "You're not the boss of me," and I also don't fit into a peg. Like I really, I've been like an outlier my whole life, which, as painful as that was when I was young, it has served me very well. Blessing, yeah. And so. And also because I see what they're doing, because their key is to demoralize. And, and 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 so when you can see that, I'm like, all right, first of all, I'm not going down on my knees. That's just not how I'm going. And I, I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to do exactly what you don't want us to do. And I'm going to educate myself, like truly educate myself, right? Like they don't teach us law. They don't want us knowing what our rights are and how to defend them. I'm going to learn that. I and I'm going to teach others and I'm going to inspire others and I'm going to even have a little joy in my life. What a concept! And because also, and I'm not going to feed that shit. In other words, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not first of all, I can't even see that thing, (laughs) it's too small. But like, I'm not, I can't, I just don't get these people who are like addicted to media. And because to me, I'm like, it insults my good mind doesn't it insult, insult your good mind like it's bullshit <laughs> like really like it's so obvious it's just garbage it's garbage in garbage out yeah so yeah. so so I'm very this is called a temple for a reason and so I I'm, I'm want to be careful about what I allow into the temple I want to keep my temple fairly clean um yeah. Yeah. you know and and so and also, I am seeking wisdom. And that's also what the mushroom is, has given me, I want to sit curled at the feet of the sages, you know, and, and so that's where I'm at. And then also, because I can see, um, and I've known this for a while that, you know, a storm was coming, you know, know my neighbors, and yes, I've moved. And it appears that, well, wait, what was I thinking? I was by the Canadian border. I had my own property. I could grow food. But Well, you know what? I can grow food here and I'm well-stocked and whatever else I need, I have. Yeah, yeah. And, and you have community I have community, instant, yeah. Community. Yeah. instant yeah. community. Yeah, including mushroom people. So, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're funny. They're funny. And they, and they can speak which is great. And so I don't know what to tell you. Like I just, and I just, and I trust, I trust in my creator. Yeah. And, and so, yep, we're in a storm. Well, guess what? You know, uh, life or nature works in cycles and that's everything. And so right now we're in a dark passage and, and so it's some kind of well, you could call it collective initiation, but at the end of the day, it's a dark fucking passage is what it is. You know, it's like, this is, it's cyclical. If you look at the astrology, it's all right there in the astrology. And we've got a big, crazy time coming for us. Apparently, end of October, beginning of uh, November, they're talking about financial crash. I mean, they're crashing the world.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. It's happening, right? So, so... All we can do is, is what we can do to kind of prepare ourselves, but also I stress knowledge is power. So I, I started this equity law course this this year in January with this amazing teacher. It's through org. It's equity law. And uh, it is not, you're not going to be seeing YouTube videos, there's no kind of gurus. This is very you know, there's just a couple people teaching this, and 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 I found my way to it because I've been seeking for years. This is exactly what I've been looking for, the kind of information I've been looking for. And there's a beautiful quote by the Greek playwright Sophocles that says, What is sought may be found, but truth unsearched for seldom comes to light right? And then the Bible says, ask and you will receive, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be open. You have to ask, you have to seek, you have to knock, you have to, in other words, initiate it. But we're in this extraordinary electromagnetic field. So we have to initiate the charge, if you will, and then it will, you know, in, in other words, I think of it like I'm in a conversation with the field constantly. But again, this materialist mindset, that says, oh, that's nonsense, poo-poo, get back to work. Nothing to see over there, kiddo.
0: Well, when people actually hear your story from zero to 60, right? I mean, the speed at which. Yes. From the moment you met the, the mushroom um, <laughs> and the way that your life is really reconfigured in these really powerful ways it's kind of like I, I was describing it it's like a cymatic shift it's your life goes ka-chunk and then it's gone kachunk, <laughs> and then just recently it's gone ka-chunk again and each time it gets even like more and more perfect it's it's uh, um, amazingly hopeful Um, And the way that you're talking about actually having this kind of communication with the field, I think that's the thing that's enabled you to have these incredible cymatic shifts in your life to recognize it and to communicate with it like chance calls it. Oh, I can't even remember what he calls it now. It's too early in the morning for me. But um, he talks about it as well, that it's, it's imprintable or it's communicable, right? And that, I think, also, like you were saying, faith versus knowing, that when you're actually in dialogue, it gives you a great sense of security, possibly as well, emotionally, Yes, yes.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yes, yes. And I'm also in a constant state of gratitude. I'm, oh, my God. In fact, today, oh, my goodness. So when I pull out of my driveway, the road I live on is very windy. And so we have to have a mirror across from the driveway. And it's scary because the road kind of dips. You can't see cars coming. So you have to look. And I was there waiting to, to to. make my turn out of the driveway and this car came by and this guy was going I have never seen anyone go this and he had a big huge truck and he was he had to be going I don't know 60 it It was insane I was about to turn but another truck came the other way so I kind of stopped and that's when that guy went boom in front of me and I was like oh my dear god if I had pulled forward yeah I would be dead. Yeah. Wow.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: You know, and so, I mean that that happened to I totally forgot about that till now, but you want to talk about gratitude. Yeah. I mean, I'm always yeah. saying thank you. And 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 I realize I'm supposed to be here for a while longer. I don't know how much longer. Yeah. I don't know what's in my contract, but <laughs> I'm supposed to be here <laughs> and uh for a while longer. But yeah, so I just I don't know, I feel protected. It doesn't mean bad stuff doesn't happen because life is life. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, yeah. but I know I'm being impeccably guided. And then as I told you before we started recording that I had a, an astrology reading and my astrologist said, Shona, if I, if I didn't know, you know, if you hadn't moved, I would have looked at your chart and said, you are moving this year. It's in my chart. Like, it's just amazing. And so I didn't know that, of course but I responded to this invitation and, and it felt right. And second set and return. You go, yes. girl. <laughs> yes. It's a total restructuring, including in friendships. And yes. uh, that's been very painful. Um, and uh, yeah. And house and then work. Oh, it's all over my work. And that's going to continue all through next year. And, um, and then apparently relationship we shall see. So it's been 10 years so (laughs) you know but 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 again if if that's meant to happen it's always nice to happen when you're just feeling really good you know like absolutely like the storm that's the thing too it's like wow like shit's hitting the fan on spaceship earth and like i might be in a relationship again like (laughs) it's so interesting because you were talking about like stockholm syndrome you know being in australia we've been just so barraged like, and I don't watch the news, but you don't have to no. <laughs> we know what's going on. Right. And so just, barraged. you can't escape it. <laughs> yeah. That, that, you know, when you think about something like just love or joy, you know, it's, <clears throat> they're sort of making it so that, I don't know, we would think, Oh no, that is indulgent or that's, you know, why would I do that when there's all this suffering and whatnot and, and so, I don't know. I really, Look, I, think- I have
0: to say like, I, because I, when I was in Australia, I didn't even have the mind space to consider, considering things like that. Right. It was just surviving and emotionally contending with what you were confronted with in every moment. Right. It was yeah. so hard. It was basically you, had to bear down and push forward to survive, and so the idea. I was telling you, I you know, when I got to Thailand, I cried joy from just the to the vibration <laughs> of not being oppressed, like Australia was oppressing me, you know. And so, to yes, to ha- to be able to think of these things as a gift, darling, it really is, and so. Yeah,
1: because I I've noticed years ago I was like they're stealing our joy. There's fuckers, they are stealing our joy. And and so that's another I don't know part of my rebellion also is yes, to be powerful. joyful. About, to have some moments of joy. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean at the same time I am obviously really freaking worried, you know, like really concerned. And and uh, a teacher long ago told me 15 years, a long time. She said to me, you are a black-eyed seer. You see the shit. You see the stuff that people don't want to see. You see what they won't see. My medicine is owl. I mean, I can see. And it's very unpleasant. And then not only that, but then I work with people almost every week, these beautiful people for five days in my home. And boy, I hear stories that I can't unhear from yes. people. Horrible trauma and whatnot that they have been through in their childhood and this and you know and and uh we have to i know this as a medicine woman hold <clears throat> the beautiful and the terrible and everything in between and brew my teacher said when you're doing this work uh you don't get to be in preference you know like it's 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 not all airy fairy love but it, it's also not all horrible hell either Mm. This is, this is, this is life. And, and there are cycles Mm. and, and we're, you know, there's, we're in a storm. There's no question. And they're going to amp it up. And
0: you bought some Shwala. I was reading Shwala. Oh yeah. Talking about that very, the pharaonic way of thinking is to hold, to hold the, uh, both the, both polarities Mm -hmm. And everything in between at the same time. And Arrest my face. Yeah. Veronica, wow, Wow. girl, that's amazing. But but I think it's it's difficult, you know, I mean, it's difficult. That's not an easy, I've been been trying to play with that. (laughs) And it's not necessarily easily because we have these organs of filtration that are our perception organs and they want to simplify and show you white or black, you know, to hold both of them at the same time requires consciousness. Yes. So I have a transmission
1: to share. So this is from one of my recent walks. And and so what I explained to you, this was actually the third one. There were three days in a row when these came in. And so it just reminded me also, because I do go in and certainly when I Take the mushroom, I go in and I implore the spirits. I'm like, you guys, we need help. <laughs> like, it's a mess <laughs> down here. Help us, you know. And and so I was on my walk. And and this just kind of came in, and I was imploring to them. And I said, Spirits wise, I ask you, please bring the dark ones to their knees. Wake the people from their slumber, or they will see they're just a number. And then they said, full moon lights what has been hidden. From the shadows, what's forbidden now has voice through those devices. Note the core of that word, vices. This is yet another warning. Many of you will be mourning what's been lost to screen time's call. It encourages the fall of mind from sovereignty's embrace. Gone is wisdom without trace, an overlay of frequencies that ensure you won't be free. Yet like good midwife, nature waits, align with her to mitigate the sticky web of turn net, whose spell causes you to forget where you come from, what gives you life, it cuts through deceit like a knife. As your ancestors once knew, you must follow nature's cue. Nature's systems don't abuse. In nature, there's no evil ruse. Imperiled are they who ignore her signs. Those who do soon become blind, for false systems lead one astray, stealing cherished rights away. Nature's laws are easily learned. Long has man heeded the turn of starlit wheel that marks the times of darkness or of light sublime. The coming tide calls you away from those devices that hold sway. Instead, attention must be drawn toward taking you from lowly pawn to king or queen on chessboards faced. With that mindset, you will erase the sense of powerlessness you feel. The dark masters want you to kneel before their mighty creations. They want control of every nation. In you dwells the Holy Spirit. Be still and quiet, and you'll hear it. Inner voice speaks without sound, yet most ignore it. They are bound to wrong-held beliefs put in them by clever bards who spew their phlegm. Before the cycle of challenge ends, you'll witness many strong wills bend to march in lockstep with the rest. You've witnessed many fail the test. Only when one's will is strong can one resist urge to belong. Initiations are not easy. They will call you to the floor. It's when our hero's on his knees, he finds the secret hidden door that leads to inspiration's light that offers ways to tame the night. An inborn navigation tool takes you beyond deception's rule. The hidden genius is now found whose tools will help to break new ground. Wow!
0: Wow. As always, goosebumps, right? Like goosebumps, wow. I mean, it's a, message isn't it it's a hard message it's a hopeful message but it's also a re like real it's real Mm -hmm. wow sweetie
1: yeah we have to get away from this shit yeah this is it's it's a it's it's um i in my first year of of doing mushrooms there was one night where i did a wee bit and i was talking to my friend who i call leaf in the book my mushroom partner and and it was on the phone and so I had the house to myself and I had this sort of altar, which was a coffee table. And I had a candle lit, I had all the lights off. And I had propped my phone up and had him on speaker because I never put that thing to my ear ever. And so you know how it turns black. So and he's talking to me and actually the beings were reading his mind. It was really a, a wild evening. But at one point they said to me about the phone, they said, that is a scrying machine. And I was like, oh. Whoa, whoa, of course. This is sorcery. All of this is sorcery. So, this is sorcery, and people are totally entranced. And then they run everything they do, their algorithms, and God knows what frequencies are coming out of that, right? I mean, all of that. And so, yeah, that message is those things need the heave ho, and we need knowledge, serious knowledge, and also to go within because this is where the Holy Grail's in here. In here. And so what is this? This pulls us out of here and this. And it takes us into this shit that just like, I mean, obviously, this is not shit, not what we're doing, but you know, (laughs) of course not us. (laughs) But I mean, obviously, this is this is a tool that's being egregiously abused. Egregiously abused.
0: Yes. And so they know how to suck people in. You know. It's really, it's really odd. Because I have, you know, some girlfriends that are real anarchists and activists and, you know, like fighting the good fight. And even they, <laughs> we've had the conversation if what if it's just all you have to do to win this is chuck this? If mm-hmm. that's all you have to do, they're mm-hmm. like, can't do it. Really? Yeah. I, I could.
1: I could chuck that thing. The only reason why I even have that, like I need for my client, you know, and my daughters,
0: right. Yes. So
1: They make it very like a necessity. They make
0: it look, they make it, they it's, it's, they've made it really compelling. Right. You know, it's easy now. And like they've, they've, I've been keeping an eye on it because I'm just curious, you know, the lengths that they go to. And I cannot do any, and also because I've just moved, right? Mm -hmm. You can't do banking without it. I can't do my marketing without it. Well, because to get onto my bank now, you have to get an SMS, right? All of this two-factor bullshit, right? Like to to pay my bills, to give you money, I have to have a phone to pay you money. You know what I mean? Like it's so insane and to get on just to all the numerous things that I have to do on a daily basis because of moving countries and moving phones, it all just became so evident how, tied in this devices for no reason. And then you go to a restaurant and they have the audacity to tell me if I want to pay them money for good food that I need to look on my phone. And I tell you what, I get up and I leave because now they're putting the menus on the phone, right? So you go with the Q code and you scan and the menu comes up on your phone and I'm like, no, I leave. Mm -hmm. If they want me to use my phone, order their food there's no food good enough on the planet for that like it's just crazy Mm -hmm. so yeah, Yeah. i look it might be that easy maybe that's why it's so hard darling you know yeah i don't know
1: yeah there were helicopters two helicopters going over very low that's why i like when i was reading i was like what's going on i don't like helicopters they scare me no i was
0: chance was saying you know in america like i mean this is what he says is that you know, he loved America for so many reasons. And, you know, he had this high paying career and he had all the luxury, but he said, you cannot pay for helicopter free skies. Mm. There's not not enough money to play for helicopter free skies. And that's what we had in Australia for a while anyway.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they're loud, they're loud, loud. Yeah.
0: Oh, darling. Well, look, I I'm very excited for my own edification to hear your wonderful wisdom come through on a bi-monthly basis. I believe it might be once every two weeks.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm going to do initially, and then it's going to be subscribers. So it'll be a two-hour podcast. The first hour free. The second hour for subscribers. It's seven bucks a month, and 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 then get a coffee for that these days. That's right. That's right. And, and then I will probably, I mean, it'd be nice to do them weekly, but I'm going to start twice a month and yeah. What's be the name
0: of it, darling? So that people can find it.
1: Mushrooms apprentice. .com? So the Mushrooms right, apprentice.com is the mushroom, the mushrooms apprentice.com. And so, yeah, yeah. and And so we're going to go live. I think second week in October, I have, uh, a wonderful woman, Lakshmi Narayan, who runs awake.net and I'm on their board and awake.net is, is wonderful organization. And, and I like these guys because there's no sort of rock stars. There's no popular in terms of psychedelics because there's so much ego shit in the psychedelic world. Oh my God, it's ridiculous. And, uh, but anyway, these are adults and and just a small group. And this is about the, the uh, spiritual side of entheogens and also uh, using them for addiction, and particularly Ibogaine. Uh, Lakshmi has a big place in her heart for for that, and she has um, put together a documentary that they want to um, grow on Ibogaine for addiction, so that's called awake.net, but she also does websites, and so she's doing my website for the podcast because she's super technical, and I am not, so... <laughs>
0: Fantastic. And look, it's funny that you mentioned that my experience with these ego dissolving medicines, it's amazing that so many of the purveyors, their ego seems to have gone in the opposite direction, right? Like it's egomaniacal people, in many cases, take Uh on this work. I, it, it, it confounds me. It surprises me. <laughs> I've run yeah. into a few characters along the way. Indeed. Yeah. Same. Yeah. It just, it bums me out just
1: because, yeah. you know, these are really good and powerful medicines. And, but I just see it also as the nature of, of the time we're in right now, like everything gets profaned and, you know, people are just, you know, they're, they're not at their best that that's a nice way of of putting it, you know? So, so you've got all these people like just hawking, like, yeah, you too can be, you know, a psychedelic practitioner or whatever. And, and for this amount of money, which is going to be very expensive, you know, I'll teach you online and God knows it's like just running a chop shop. It's like a factory. It's really actually gross.
0: Oh, sweetie, you talk about being at their best. I mean, you are absolutely the real deal. You walk your talk and your life is a testament to just, you know, the, the the teachings that you have to share with us. And so I'm absolutely blessed to know you and to be able to talk to you and one day come and see you. And uh, I'm, as I said, I'm very excited for this podcast. And that's why I want to let my people know that they have to get onto it. Absolutely. <laughs> So much. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh my
1: really, I hope we can get you over here soon. I mean, you're staying with me.
0: We will. Oh God. Well, it'd be so much. I fun. am. I might not ever move out, darling. <laughs> well, Taste my cooking. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait! Well, thank yeah. you so much for talking to us today and telling us all about this new adventure or series of adventures that you're on, darling. And so, guys, please do when the when the podcast comes in. I think can they put their email on your other site? Tell them your other site as well, your normal so site. My
1: my yes, my website is mynamechonnahome dot org, okay. and and so they can sign up for newsletter and. For me, I have a newsletter called Wisdom Unfolding. What I'm probably going to do is focus more on the Mushrooms Apprentice, but I'm going to kind of launch the Mushrooms Apprentice through my old newsletter because right. I have, you know, whatever. I have whatever, a few thousand people. Like, no, I don't have like a huge newsletter list, but enough that, you know,
0: yeah, it's good to let people know. So, yeah. Shauna mm-hmm. home, S H O N A G H H O M mm-hmm. E dot org. Sign mm-hmm. up, guys, and uh, get well, the that, newsletter. Right, right. That would be Wisdom and fully But then, the Mushrooms
1: Apprentice, I have to, and I am going to do a newsletter for that.
0: Okay, fantastic.
1: Time at that. We'll figure out.
0: Yeah. But, but, okay. so or you the, might put a coming soon page or something, maybe. Yes, yes, okay. yeah. And I would. <laughs> Website not- is coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, I yeah, know it's going to be So I was going to Oh, stories
1: for you. also just to say I'm going to do the first hour which I said is free. I'll put that on YouTube as well, the first hour. Okay. And then I'm also recording some of these poetic transmissions to music and putting those on YouTube. So so I'll have a
0: YouTube channel also called The Mushroom's Apprentice fantastic john oh it's going to be wonderful all right guys get ready to subscribe to this it's going to change your world it's going to rock your world change your life (laughs) it's like a couple of
1: good gems hopefully you know so we'll we'll see
0: (laughs) all right my loves well thank you so much shauna yeah thank you so much shauna i've enjoyed the time and um we'll talk again soon well yeah look forward to it Hello lovelies, I am so excited to announce the release of our new film called Hekka. Hekka looks at the magic of ancient Egypt and how that pertains to the story of ancient Egypt and fills in a whole new perspective that we have been missing collectively for hundreds of years. when we look at ancient Egypt, because ancient Egypt was the least material paradigm of all time, and so things that do not fit within.